that generosity is a fruit of the Spirit? Seriously, if you look in a Greek-English lexicon, the Greek word in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, agathosune, goodness, we translate it, is probably best, better translated generosity. Now here, for all these years, I thought when I saw generosity happen, it was the result of my sermons or my direct mail appeals when I believe Paul's telling us in Galatians that generosity is the result of God's work, not man's work in the lives of people. Well, this begs the question, what's the role of the Christian leader then in encouraging Christian generosity? Well, the aim of this segment is to answer that question with a fourfold answer from Paul's letter to the Galatians. Point one, I believe our role is to encourage God's people to shift from giving out of law to love. Now let me explain that. In Galatians 1, we see that the occasion of Paul's letter to the Galatian church was that they had drifted to embracing a different doctrine. Now what was that specifically? Well, we may not know exactly, but from Paul's letter we can gather that it appears that the Galatians were taking the Old Testament law and kind of mashing it together with the gospel of grace, and in so doing are actually labeled in Galatians as foolish. Literally, the text goes on to tell us in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, that it was for freedom that Christ had come and set them free, and that in their freedom they were not to indulge in the flesh, but were to serve one another in love. So I think the first step leaders need to do to encourage Christian generosity is to encourage people to give shifting from law because they have to out of compulsion to love because they get to out of compassion. There's a second shift I believe we can gain from Galatians and that is the shift from percentage to participation. That is encouraging people to shift from giving from a percentage standpoint to helping them understand they get to participate with God in his work. Where do we see this? Galatians 6.6, 6, we see the language of koinonia, the language of sharing, that literally through people's giving they get to share with the ministry of their leaders. Now, this is very different from the language linked to giving in the Old Testament. You see, the word used to giving to our spiritual leaders in the New Testament is percentage-based. It's called the tithe. Now, if I'm shaking your snow scene a little bit, brace yourself, because in the New Testament, Jesus never, in teaching his disciples, employs the term tithe. He actually only uses the word when refuting his opponents who actually were prideful for, and, and self-righteous for for thinking they were so great for tithing down to the mint and the spice. You see, the language we see from the early church, Acts chapter 2, to Paul's letter to the Philippians while in chains is the language of koinonia, the language of participation. So what we see in Acts chapter 2 doesn't stop there. Nineteen times we see that word used through the Pauline corpus, whether it's used by Luke in Acts or... or uh, or by Paul. And you know what's so beautiful about that? Is it unleashes people. You see, we're not bound by per percentage-based giving. As we're blessed a lot, we get to give a lot. And so, rather than being prideful for checking a box that we gave a percentage, 
we're unleashed as God blesses us. We get to be a conduit of blessing to others. So the second shift is to shift from percentage to participation. What's the third thing Christian leaders need to do to encourage Christian generosity? It's to encourage people to remember the poor, not out of obligation, but making the most of every opportunity. Of course, we see in Galatians 2.10, the admonition for Paul and Barnabas to remember the poor. Now, remembering the poor is something we see in Jesus. He would go from town to town ministering, and he would stop along the way and do what? He would do what culturally was scandalous. He would touch the unclean. He would touch the leper, the blind. These were people that the Jews viewed as unclean, and the Gentiles said, you don't help these people. You don't do acts of generosity toward them. Why? Because they can offer nothing in return in the way of honor or service. So both for the Jews and the Gentiles, making the most of every opportunity to help the poor was very countercultural, but it was also Christ-like. Why is this so awesome? You see, when Jesus showed grace and love to the culturally viewed undeserving people, he was showing that God's grace is for everyone. That's the third thing. We need to encourage people to remember the poor in their generosity, not out of obligation, but making the most of every opportunity. And we see that later in Galatians 6, 10, and 11. What's the fourth thing that I believe Christian leaders need to do to encourage Christian generosity? Well, to put it simply, we need to encourage them to raise their sights from the earthly to the eternal. I like how C.S. Lewis sums it in Mere Christianity. He tells us in that book, if you read history, you'll find that Christians who did the most for the present world were just those who thought the most of the next. It is since Christians have largely ceased to think of the other world that they've become so ineffective in this. Aim at heaven and you get earth thrown in. Aim at earth and you'll get neither. You see, I'm finding in my interaction with God's people that if you want to encourage Christian generosity, you encourage them to have their lives be filled and controlled by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit produces that fruit of generosity in their lives. And then to unleash heaven, friends, encourage their giving to shift from law to love. Use language that shifts from percentage to participation. Urge them to remember the poor, not out of obligation, but making the most of every opportunity. And and challenge them to raise their sights from the earthly to the eternal. This is my aim. Will you join me? I hope so, and according to the research of George Barna, we find that if we want to see a generous church in his book, How to Increase Giving in Your Church, the best way to see it is to model the way for those we serve. So join me in trying to model a lifestyle of Christian generosity. Thanks.